Hello and welcome to Military Mantra. In this interview, we have today Major Arjun Gilot, Sena Medal, who has served in the Indian Army for close to seven years. And in this interview, we'll try to understand his journey of joining Indian Army, life in Indian Army, and various life that he has learned over his service. So thank you, sir, for coming on this interview and welcome. Hi, Akash. It's a pleasure of mine as well. Sir, so the first question is, how was your life before joining the Indian Army? And what was your motivation to join the Indian Army? Okay. So it's a very, very simple uh, mindset and thought process for me. I've been brought up in a military family. So my grandfather was in the Indian Army when the British were here. So he was partly there in the British Indian Army. Then when the independence was there, the Indian Army was there. And then my father joined the Army. My father's brother joined the Army. And uh, in the environment, I've seen people weapons with and everything. So that is played, uh, I think, the biggest role uh, in my mindset. That, okay, I want to be part of this environment. So it has always been a motivation. Most importantly, my uh, father was also in the uh, parachute regiment. He was, he was from three para. And uh, I've seen, uh, since a kid, I've seen him jump and go to exercise with him. He was posted in Nagaland as well. So my shock that I second to go to the operation. Why not so but I used to like trip a lot, you know. So that sort of uh, a feeling as, as a kid has, uh, you know, uh, is probably, I mean, the biggest motivation seeing him uh, be in the armed forces. And uh, it has given me an insight as to how it happens, how it happens. However, do what you want. In fact, they've uh, always said that something like that. But uh, I was pretty, uh, you know, pretty motivated to join the armed forces. So normal schooling, army school, as an army kid, you move around to various places. You go, I've been in Bangalore, I've been in Agra, I've been uh, in Pune as well. So school change. And uh, my constant motivation was that I have to join the army. And more importantly, in the army was I have to join the SF. And I have to do probation, I have to play probation. So as a fat kid who uh, had too much weight, uh, on his body, I was to always go for runs, etc. So it was uh, quite a quite a change. Then I joined university. I had a knee injury when I was in college. I remember and uh, had had I had a year off with my knee injury. But I was pretty uh, you know motivated to come back from the injury as well and had to join the academy. When I was doing law, in fact, uh, from ILS Pune, and law is a five-year course after uh, the twelfth. So after three years, uh, I had an opportunity that you get your DSL degree or undergrad degree and don't finish your LLB and uh, go in. So I said, forget the law. I want to join uh, forces. So I gave my CDS exam for OTA. Ka. A lot of people told me that join OTA so that you have an option in the future. And that's how I cleared uh, my SSB and joined the academy uh, in 2010. But that's what my life was prior to joining the army. It was completely in the military environment. So my mind was pretty much psyched uh, for being in the forces, but very importantly, only in the parachute regiment. So that was what my mindset was. Got it. So if you could, you know, also speak about your SSB experience and how did you prepare back then and tips you would like to yeah. give to the aspirants? Yeah, absolutely. SSB, SSB was uh, SSB was a very, a very interesting time for me. Uh, let's start with studious. Uh, we, uh, of course, third year of my university. Uh, applied for the form and etc etc studied GK I don't know how I studied what I studied but I did did study put in these hours I had a plan basically uh, it's very important to have a plan I feel 
as as students maybe we don't think we are planning as much but it's always good to plan mm. so went through the whole uh, gk english part uh, fortunately didn't have maths for the ot exam so it was not much of an issue so gk and english uh, was done and i cleared the cds now once the cds was clear a lot of people talk about ssb uh, that ye hota hai wahan pe aisa hota hai aisa nahi hota hai थोड़ा एडवांटेज मुझे इस बात में रहा है क्योंकि उसी एनवायरनमेंट में रहा हूँ तो बहुत लोग गाइड करने को भी रहते हैं बाकी ऑफिसर्स हों या जिन्होंने ऑफिसर्स ने जिन्होंने क्लियर किया हो या जिन्होंने एसएसबी में जो पोस्टेड रहे हो उन्होंने बताया कि भाई मे बी दिस इज द वे टू गो अबाउट इट बट नो बडी एवर सेट दैट दिस इज वॉट यू शुड डू इट्स ऑलवेज बिन दैट इफ यू आर फिट इनफ फॉर दी आर्म फोर्सेज देन यू विल गेट सिलेक्टेड दैट इज वॉट एवरीबडी टोल मी एंड ऑल्सो माई फादर सेट दैट यू क्लियर सीरियस दस फाइन Uh, when you go to SSB, just be yourself. Everybody says that, but it, it is easier said than done. Uh, you be yourself, and if you are meant for it, you will get selected. And that's how I started off with my preparation. Of course, I got into the nitty gritties of uh, the things that um, situation, reaction test, me, how to write, picture association, me, what sort of thought process you should have. So that mental preparation is what I did more than anything else. Uh, of course, with a lot of books and a lot of uh, resources available, you come to know what is going to happen generally. Uh, in your screening, preliminary screening, or is it uh, after first, second, third, fourth day interview? Me, kya hota hai? Aapka jo PIQ hota hai, form hota hai, usme kya likha hota hai, kaise likha hota hai, how are you supposed to speak? So these things I brushed upon myself. Uh, I didn't have any particular guidance from anybody. Uh, I just did self study for myself, and uh, <clears throat> uh, and that's how I prepared. So for me, it was visualizing, uh, like I was telling you before, that it was visualizing that I am doing a certain thing in the interview. i was visualizing that okay i'm going to speak in a calm manner i'm not going to get pit out by anything i'm going to be in a positive thought process uh no matter what uh, hindrances or koi archana hai beech mein i will be calm and composed rather than lose my cool kyunki hota hai aise so that is what my preparation was for i would say 2 to 3 months mm-hmm. and uh, by the time i went to the interview i was i wouldn't say overconfident but i was very very calm I, I knew that okay, I'm going here. I'm going to have an interview uh, uh, with uh, with with the main interviewer, and this is how I'm going to speak. And I came out even when you know uh, uh, when the last day होता है जब सब बैठते हैं और फिर conference होता है and everything. I visualized that okay, my chest number five is going to be called out, and it was the first number to be called out. So you want you might call it luck, uh, you might call it good preparation, maybe a mixture of both. but i did literally visualize these things happening and i think that is uh, the most important thing i feel you get a raw material you get all the questions you get all the practice notes and everything but if you don't visualize in your head if you doubt yourself it is difficult if you don't doubt yourself i think anything is highly possible but again it is easier said than done it is it is not it is not as easy you have to really really uh, convince yourself that that is the way to go for so that is what my uh, side of ssb was so it was uh, uh, Visualize, come, execute, finish off, and and join in. So, now, hindsight, when I see it, how did it happen? So, when I was thinking about the force, I was thinking that my subconscious was running like this for 10 years. I had to go here. So, it was going to build up. A lot of people who might not have exposed to the armed forces till about 17, 18, or 20, till they see some movie, it, maybe it is a little difficult, a little tricky. Their personal circumstances are different. क्योंकि आपके घर की ग्रूमिंग कुछ अलग होती है आप अलग मतलब डाइवर्स उससे आते हो फॉल से नहीं आते तो दो थिंग्स मे बी कैन मैटर बट आई थिंक एनीबडी कैन स्टार्ट दिस होल एक्सरसाइज ऑफ विजुअलाइजिंग एंड बिलीविंग 
and then preparing in accordance with your knowledge then i think is the most ideal way of going through uh, an ssb because i don't think ssb has like a quota if ssb finds as per me uh, all 100 candidates worthy enough of joining the armed forces i'm sure they will be in the armed forces so i hope you got a basic idea of how yes. it's been uh, so there's one more thing that you know we hear about it's called the olqs the officer like qualities so yeah. you you've been an officer yourself so yeah. and you have looked at a lot of new officers who comes in and joined your uh, battalion yeah. so what's your yeah. perspective do people you know groom on those officer like qualities or does it eventually get developed over your service and training i think uh, most of the officer like qualities uh, exist in somebody who's coming in already at some level uh, maybe it not it might not be to the highest level but i think when the screening happens uh, it is seen that acha insaan mein ye basic cheez hai loyalty hai honor hai theek hai मोटिवेशन है परसिवियरेंस है गुडनेस ऑफ द हार्ट एंड ऑल दैट ब्रेवरी एग्जिस्ट सो वो आई थिंक इन दीज कैंडिडेट्स एंड ओवर अ पीरियड ऑफ टाइम डेफिनेटली इन दी आर्म फोर्सेज जो हमारे इंट्रैक्शन होते हैं जो हमारे कोर्सेज होते हैं और जिस इन्वायरमेंट में हम काम करते हैं इट गेट्स डेवलप्ड मोर एंड मोर इन ड्यू कोर्स बट आई थिंक सम पार्ट ऑफ इट डेफिनेटली हैज टू बी दिन साइड ऑफ यू विदाउट नोइंग इट इज वॉट वुड बी आई वुड ऑल्सो से दैट maybe till you don't read the obsolete qualities you might not not know what they are uh, but once you read them some people relate to it some people genuinely don't relate to it that okay i don't feel i should be that brave to go ahead and do these things so maybe it is just not there inherently in them i don't know how you can build it up to be very honest it's a question for me as well but i always felt that okay i can go that take that step forward i can take that you know aage hathiyar ke sath jana jo bhi karna whatever so i think it's inherently there uh, with respect to officer qualities but yes definitely your answer it gets developed uh, during your tenure in the armed forces got it got it uh, sir you went to officer training academy you know if you could pitch it for us how was life in the academy back then and any memories that you would like to share with the audience yeah the academy was amazing it was uh, it i think it's the hottest area that you can be in because it's so hot chennai and uh, uh, i remember like we were like the skinny and everything but overall i think the academy uh, i feel is uh, quite compressed the course as compared to uh, ima because we doing a lot of training in that uh, 11, uh, 12 month time period uh, so it was pretty uh, pretty good in that sense uh, in terms of memories in the academy i think the most important thing i have gained is uh, the friendship with my course mates and of course even till today and i'm sure even after 30 more years we will always be in touch and always remember ourselves uh, uh, the same way in the academy but uh, for me academy i mean i can't think of one particular incident that is amazing i think every day like whether it was getting up early or getting punished i think second day uh, of our second third day in the academy and our senior just uh, punished us like crazy for something very stupid that we did we were riding a cycles without i think air in it or something like that okay so so i think this is the kaam karke i mean stuff like that but it was uh, it was it was very good i would say very challenging academy to attend mm. uh, also we saw a lot of infrastructure that was developed during our time there from it being barracks se aap abhi achhi wali building hai aa gayi hai so that was a transition time for us also an academy uh, so that is what uh, academy was but i can't honestly pinpoint any specific incident for you right now got it Uh, sir if you could you know also tell us how was the journey of joining the parachute regiment from the academy because bahut saare log jo hai wo sochte hain ki para sab join karenge lekin fir academy mein jaake wo bhool jate hain ya fir unko wo allot nahi hota hai to how was your journey in, in terms of opting it okay so uh, 
So again, coming back to the initial answer that I give you, it was always a predetermined like motivation that okay, SF me jana hai. So when I joined the uh, academy, also uh, I had to really personally take care of my body hmm. rather than going all out. So I was very conscious of this, uh, and I was harboring like a injury from previously. So I didn't want to have another injury during my uh, training, which would hamper my chances of doing my selection. Uh, that was the mindset. So I did my basic stuff. I did everything. Opted for the SF, uh, and uh, there was, I mean, you always had to prove in your training as well to yourself, not to anybody else, uh, that okay, you're doing fine, you're physically well. So that was uh, what the academy side of the preparation was. But after I went to the unit uh, in probation, if you ask me, that was like a different ball game altogether. Like nothing your uh, academy training can even compare to in terms of the mental challenges that you face. <clears throat> Physically, so hey, physically, so you're going to get uh, slaughtered in any case. But mental, the mental slaughter is is crazy. And uh, so, you want to know about the probation as well? Yeah, definitely. Okay, so the so probation was uh, is I think is a very systematic uh, way of assessing somebody, mm. and uh, it has got more mental challenges than physical challenges. So, as as an SF uh, uh, soldier, you ought to have your basic physical. Uh, fitness, obviously, uh, you needn't be an Olympic athlete, uh, but you need to have the mental frame uh, makeup for it, right? Uh, you need to have perseverance, like I told you. Uh, you need to have that never give up attitude, which you've heard many times. Uh, you need to ha- you need to be creative uh, at the same time, and uh, most importantly, what I have learned is you got to be very humble. And that's something also that somebody uh, like one of my uh, seniors in 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 the unit always told me that as an SF soldier, humility is your biggest quality. And uh, the more humble you are, uh, the better SF operative or a soldier you'll be, mm-hmm. because there is no mindset of okay, मैंने मरुन बेरे पहनी है या बलिदान का बैच पहना है तो मैं अलग हूँ सबसे. That is not what it is. You're not Superman uh, in that sense. Of course, you do special tasks. That is great, but you're trained for it, and you're meant for it, and your mental makeup is that. And uh, one of the biggest things about the SF is uh, that you're a volunteer, right? Nobody forces you to go into the SF. Right. So that first aspect of being a volunteer itself uh, shows a lot about an individual. Uh, you uh, so once you're a volunteer, then for an operation or a task or any job, you'll never say no because you're any case a volunteer. So once those set of people come together, it just becomes an amazing outfit to be a part of. Uh, everybody is on the same mindset. किसी का पैर टूटा है अभी भी मैं ऑपरेशन में जाने के लिए तैयार हूँ किसी को बुखार हो गया घर में प्रॉब्लम हो रखी है लेकिन नहीं मेरे को ऑपरेशन में जाना है मेरे को ये करना है सो यू फाइंड गाइज जस्ट लाइक दैट एंड दैट इज वॉट द सिलेक्शन प्रोसेस एक्चुअली चेक्स इन अ वेरी होलिस्टिक पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू दैट ओके इज अ वॉलंटियर बट हाउ फार इज यूलिंग टू गो सो दैट इज वॉट द होल प्रोफेशन वॉज कमिंग डाउन टू स्पेसिफिक्स ऑफ इट आई थिंक द स्ट्रेस फेज दैट वी हैव आई एम शो यू सीन द डिस्कवरी Yeah, so that was shot in in my unit only. Uh, okay, so we were there when these people came and shot and everything. And of course, it is not. Uh, we haven't disclosed everything in that disc- in that uh, in that whole uh, documentary. But the stress phase that you see, I think, is one of the most uh, most challenging parts of uh, the probation. I, I remember in my probation, I think sixty to seventy percent of uh, the batch that was doing probation with me mm-hmm. just. Went out on on that particular thirty six hour stress phase. It was it was that taxing. So we were uh, x amount and we just reduced x minus seventy percent. So that's how taxing it was mentally to uh, an individual. It was just a fight for every minute 
to be very honest with you so that's what it was but apart from that uh, the probation taught me also a lot taught me about how how uh, i am as an individual it really teaches you so even people who don't clear the probation mm-hmm. learn a lot and go when they go to their uh, battalions so i think it's a great learning probation overall as well so that's how i've been from academy to the probation part yeah got it sir so if you spoke about you, you know the maroon berry and the balidan if you could you know pitch it for us what is the significance of it the significance of a maroon berry is 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 it goes back in history it goes back from the british time right uh if you're asking the overall significance so mm-hmm. british paratroopers wore it and then most of the para- parachute uh, units wear it all across the world and uh, it's it's they call red devils or many other names uh, so i mean it's 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 a matter of pride having a maroon beret for anybody in the armed forces uh, with respect to the balidan badge uh, the balidan badge means a lot and it has something to do with the whole volunteer aspect of it okay uh, because you're a volunteer uh, and you're willing to sacrifice anything and everything uh, uh, when you're going into an operation or even when you're doing a written task you're doing you're giving it your all so and the balidan badge is i mean it's how do i explain it to you i mean i'm wearing the t-shirt today after a long time because i'm uh, i'm talking to you and because i'm representing the regiment but it is uh, it means a lot uh, if, if you know what i mean um it it for me comes in every aspect of my life mm. whether it is my marriage whether it is uh, whether it is doing my job where i am right now or whether it was back then everything is is a, is a sacrifice in a good sense uh for the betterment of uh, the organization or the people around you so yeah balidan is a very very holistic i think it it means a lot more than sacrifice it will encompass a lot more uh it, it encompasses uh, the way a person is the way they behave uh that is what balidan is uh it's all about just ki jaan de di maine to balidan ho gaya that's not what balidan means got it sir so you were a paratrooper so if you could tell us you know how was your first experience when you jumped out of an aircraft yeah so the first experience was uh, so i've done my basic uh, jumps okay i've done my static line jumps but i'm also a combat free faller so i did my advanced free falling uh, free fall courses so the static line jumps uh, i was again bachpan se maine dekha hai jump karte logo ko same de- uh, drop zone mein uh, jahan pe india mein hota hai theek hai to i was like a kid i've been seeing them so maine kaha theek hai someday i'll jump and the first time i came for my training and all in uh, with the air force Mm. so it was good fun but uh, when the effort of course you have these uh, uh, these butterflies in your in your stomach when you're jumping but i was okay i was fine like the first static line jump chatri mata ki jai bolke we just went out of the aircraft so static line was not much of like a i mean you jump the parachute opens and within a few seconds you're down mm. fine but when i came for my free fall uh, course that was like a next level uh, upgrade for me as uh, as a ss soldier because it's a very essential skill also and it's an adventure uh, sport by itself so that time when you are not jumping with any uh, line attached to the aircraft you jumping from a higher altitude you can control your movement uh, you are in the air for longer uh, you are doing night jumps day jumps of course in, in both both so when i was standing outside on the edge of the aircraft i was like shit man this is crazy like what are you even doing but then you think that there are 100000 people from world war 2 to, to whenever have done this and 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 gone so this is nothing wrong that can happen to you anyway even if it does then you're not going to know much about it so it's fine just just go ahead and jump so that was what my mind uh, said was in the first jump but uh, it got so much easier for me akash now start jumping you enjoy skydiving it's it's an addictive addictive uh, sport 
but in terms of like the ss skill like i really enjoyed skydiving night jumps uh 10 15000 feet with heavy equipment uh you know it was it was amazing it was amazing feeling uh, sir as a sf operator you know what was your favorite weapon which you like hmm okay i will have to say uh, the m4 is my favorite weapon okay uh, as an assault rifle but i would love to always carry a mgl a multi grenade launcher with me i just find the grenade launcher an amazing weapon to keep with you hmm. uh the amount of destruction it can have on uh, your target in a quick time frame without you loading too many times because you got a set amount of rounds i just found it i mean i remember in one of the operations uh of course i had fired mgl uh, grenade launcher in practice and all that but in this operation when i actually fired it was an amazing uh, amazing weapon to have uh, much more effective and uh, of course you ha- you have to have a conducive environment for using it because you can't have paid for the jada aspas new sakte but open area mein to it was amazing so i actually i'll go for an m4 and an mgl mm-hmm. is my favorite and with a dagger of course with me yeah. uh, sir as a young officer when you joined the parachute regiment uh so how was your first combat experience and various learnings from it okay so uh i'll give you the mindset also before the first combat experience yes every sf every sf officer uh, soldier is raring to go into a combat situation i can i can bet my life on that everybody just dreaming about these in uh, these situations in mind and uh, uh, again i don't know what the mental makeup of uh, guys are to be wanting that but they do that all right so i'd been in for a year year and a half in the unit and uh, i wasn't getting any luck so i used to go out 100 time in the jungles but i would be like there's nothing there's no combat there's no contact i would fire endless amount of rounds uh, during practice firing and jo bhi american movie mein dekh liya acha yahan pe aise karte hain aise ghum lo aise khud lo and that and i said there when am i going to get this chance when am i going to get this chance so one fine day at uh, uh, night uh, we were in uh, north kashmir and um, my my team commander had gone on leave uh, but another officer was with me uh, my senior so he and i we were sitting in our room and it was 12 o'clock at night and uh, like half way to sleep and i was wondering ki kya hoga and all that kal subah kuch karenge practice wala stuff to raat ko 12 baje humko phone aaya we got a call uh, on sir's mobile phone the phone that we have generally for some work so i knew that agar raat ko 12 baje phone aaya to matlab something is up for sure raat ko 12 baje jaldi no will call unless there is some some work so he got a call from the local police rep and uh, he said that okay there's one uh, one individual in this house we suspect could be more and they are here please move so we guys are always generally ready it doesn't take us more than i think 5 to 10 minutes to uh, be in the vehicle and on the move so any case sir and i we went to uh, the police guy spoke to him confirmed the area and everything and uh, came back to guys told informed our jcu uh, and, and the party and get ready so man taiyar ho gaye and we went at 12:31 uh to gaon ke beech mein andhera kuch nahi pata sab you know it's it's just don't know what's happening and uh, we went inside uh, then we were looking for the local contact who was supposed to tell us that okay this is the house where is it uh kahan hai to he said okay here aapke 15 ghar inme se ek ghar mein maine kaha main kaise dhoond dhoond kon kon 15 ghar mein kaun sa hai तो नहीं नहीं ये वाला वाला बट यू डोंट नो व्हाट व्हाट टू टू ट्रस्ट ट्रस्ट एंड जनरली वी अवॉइड गोइंग इनटू हाउस दैट नाइट इट्स वेरी सो वी वी कोऑर्डिनेटेड विद द लोकल राष्ट्र राइफल्स यूनिट एंड 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 सेट अप अ 
the sf guys we guys were in a cordon and we said just let's just wait till morning so morning uh, okay if it, it was december and it was freezing outside here we were uh, we were just sitting and waiting or fir uh, morning hui to we found one person we asked him we said ki ye wala ghar hai to humne kaha theek hai so we went and all this while in my head i'm still because i have not been in a firefighter or a combat situation yeah. i was i didn't know what to expect honestly i was still in the movie mode that okay aise hota hai or whatever it is and i didn't i was very very uh, what do you say naive uh, you might you might call it but of course with whatever training i've had i was taking my precautions and doing my thing so we coordinated that house and uh, we sat there okay fine then uh, one of my jcos from the second squad he said uh, that uh, ladies uh, or bachche bachche jo bhi bade bude hain ghar se wo nikal rahe hain bahar so maine kaha okay theek hai Mm-hmm. and then uh, he confirmed to me that there is one but uh, one inside one terrorist inside so i said okay so i said we have nothing to lose he need not put us at that risk let's just wait and uh, he'll come out at some point in time so mera theek hai to hum baith gaye the ped ke sath i can't uh, physically show you in my mind how it was but mm-hmm. how much ever you can get, right um, so we were uh, around the house and uh, i was just setting up the guys and i told uh, my buddy i said you wait here next to the tree I I asked somebody else to take my place, and I was just going talking to the other guys. As soon as I went, fire started off like crazy, and it was crazy. That that feeling of you know being under fire is uh, is just unexplainable, mm. and uh, so many things go through your uh, through your mind. Uh, but most importantly, it was okay. I have to get this job done. That is most important. Mm. I got a call from uh, my buddy who was just around the corner. He said, "Ki sab bande goil lagi hai." मैंने कहा कहा uh what it taught me was uh you have to you have to be very very uh procedural you have to really follow your training uh in any circumstance whether you have uh, any immediate danger in front of you or not that is what i understood and learned from this experience okay. because you cannot let your guard down mm-hmm. at any point regardless of what you have or have not experienced uh anywhere in life for that matter uh, you have to follow your training and you have to be disciplined uh because anything could have happened that day right okay. to anybody any of any of my troops any of us right ek banda to waisi bach gaya he got shot in the shoulder so uh that's what it was but that is what my first experience was and uh, since then i think it's been on and on like since that day i've had so many uh, contacts it has been a crazy experience but this is what my first experience was uh i felt lucky to a large extent that uh, we got uh, i mean hame kuch nahi hua but uh, we always knew that we had to finish the job regardless ki tum fire can dry ho ya nahi aayo the whole team uh, as an sf team works really well uh, there is no low moment uh, in a sf uh, squad even when you under fire i have known a lot of my friends uh, who are doing uh, who are still serving who been under tremendous uh, situations where they been under constant fire But they have net and uh, never let their uh, you know training uh, or mind get down. They never gotten bogged down. Mm. They've always come out with 
okay let's respond and, and go ahead because a lot of people can just give up in such a situation but if you keep your presence of mind at all times you can uh, with the slightest bit of chance just make a difference and get your task done okay. so that is what one of my major learnings was uh, sir i have a subsequent question on that do you think that yeah. the tra- amount of training that the special forces undergo does it really help you in combat or, or do you think every combat situation is actually different no training can i think teach you for any combat situation mm-hmm. uh training over a period of time will inculcate all the combat experience from 100 100 people around you over a period of time every year every month every every time so it'll keep it'll keep progressing as per the trends right but it can never ever train you for the actual situation even if you bring it as close it is mm-hmm. so you can only prepare for it uh, to a large extent however only uh, the actual facing of a situation is going to teach you but that is not the answer right you have to be prepared for it correct so it's a it's a mixed answer because uh, uh, to a large extent your training does prepare you for what's going to happen but cannot define that process is going to be a b c d e hmm. it can be z a e f g if you know these things you can maneuver that is what i that is what i was understand so training uh, does prepare you for combat operations but uh, it doesn't give you like a computer process ki bhai ye process hai to aise hi hoga आपको बताता है कि ये चीजें हो सकती हैं हजार चीज हो सकती हैं दो हजार चीज हो सकती है वो आप ट्रेन ट्रेन जितना करोगे ऑपरेशन में आपको एक थर्ड चीज भी आ जाएगी कोई सिचुएशन तो यू बी एबल टू हैंडल इट इज वॉट माई अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ कॉम्बैट सिचुएशन बट ये गोइंग थ्रू कॉम्बैक्ट मोर एंड मोर कॉम्बैट सिचुएशन यू स्टार्ट सींग पैटर्न यू स्टार्ट सींग दट ओके दिस इज ऑल्सो पॉसिबल दैट इज ऑल्सो पॉसिबल एंड देन दैट इज एक्सपीरियंस आई थिंक एंड यू कंबाइन दैट विद योर ट्रेनिंग एंड इम्प्रूव योर ट्रेनिंग आई थिंक इट गेट्स बेटर एंड बेटर so there is no fixed thing for it but yes training and combat together can give you a very potent mix of uh, what you can be got it sir uh, coming to the word special forces you know uh, yeah. be the paras for the marcos or the garud we call them the special forces so what makes them so special that we call them the esl again i mentioned it before i think perseverance makes them special is what i, I would say one of one of the uh, one of one of the many qualities but i think perseverance is what makes uh, an S- a- any sf operative special because uh, sf person in personal life in uh, in an sf unit in operation otherwise you will see that individual never ever give up and that is what i think uh, is uh, uh, identifies an sf soldier amongst again many other things i cannot give you i can give you a list of 20 things but i think perseverance is is one of the biggest things i did mention humility humility to you before but i already mentioned that but perseverance is one of the thing that i i really identify with any as a soldier and i met as a soldiers from other countries as well mm. and uh, they have the same attitude same mental makeup as any as a soldier in any part of the world would have and i think perseverance is something that i see that it, is, it just exists no matter what we'll get it done okay uh, yeah. sir i have a question in terms of you know uh, a lot of people ask me you know uh, what does you know success or failure means so as an sf operator how do you look at these concepts of success and failure Mm and this is a very very tricky question right uh success and failure um i think success when you when you uh, when you look at it success can be on a small scale when it is a small unit uh, let's say my unit four para or nine para or whichever unit doing what they're doing on a small scale okay we have done these things in the last six months is success for us but uh, that is momentary success i feel 
the actual success in battlefield or let's say in our case jnk mm. would be to improve the situation there however it is by your presence uh if we are able to improve the situation in jnk uh, avoid infiltration avoid militancy or, uh, or terrorism that for us will be success it will not be the amount of combat encounters that we've had i wouldn't term that as success uh that is just part of the process that is leading up to success but as an sf operative you have to do a lot more things fighting is not the only job you have to mix with the people you have to you have to positively influence the local population as well positively uh, emphasizing positively right you got to do that uh, you got to improve i mean a lot of sf operation that involve uh, goodwill operations uh, like helping out the local population as well that is what sf does all over the world as well so i think uh, that would be success uh, changing the dynamics of a region uh, is what a success would be for an sf uh, failure would be uh, when i first think of it loss of life i would say is failure although loss of life in in this risky game is inevitable at some point but to me it feels like okay i won't call it failure but yeah to a certain level but again uh, failure would mean not doing uh, your basic uh, level of expectancy so if 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 i'm an sf soldier if i've been trained i have so much money been spent on me ki skydiving career training career russian language course kiya hai jo bhi kiya hai and if i'm not able to fulfill my basic tasks there then it is i would say failure so it's again a very very simple answer mm. uh, so if you could you know also tell us uh, the, the toughest mission or the toughest task or the toughest operation that you've been into uh, without giving off the details how how did you come out of it what was your mindset back then the toughest operation that you have been the toughest operation i would uh, i would say was uh, back in 2016 um There was a very peculiar situation where uh, there were five uh, terrorists uh, holed up in a house uh, next to the highway, and uh, a, a Rashtra Rifles unit had gone in for a search, uh, and they somehow got caught up. It became like a semi-hostage sort of a situation, not directly, but they were the uh, Rashtra Rifles uh, soldiers and an officer were not able to get out of that house. Terrorists were on top, and that's when we had been called. And these are generally the tasks that. we are called in for uh, because we are not yeah i mean we are more re- uh, reactive as a quick reaction force at certain instances so i was having lunch uh, and i got call that okay this is situation arjun are you ready to go you have the guys i said sir absolutely i was short of a few guys there but it doesn't really matter like two three guys less we can we can compensate very easily so we quickly went over there and uh, it was bad uh, to be very honest with you akash it was uh, we didn't know what was happening we didn't know the amount of guys five i'm telling you after we eventually finished the operation but before that we knew we had three to four guys maybe uh, there was news of couple of our rr soldiers who were inside caught up didn't know what's up to them so when we reached this area um, excessive amount of firing puri fauj lagi hui thi bahut sare unit aa rakhe the but they were not able to proceed further So then we called for an armored uh, protected vehicle, Casper, करके एक vehicle होती है, but इसी तो देखी हूँ। So we called for that, went towards the house, very close to the house, बहुत आ रहा है वहाँ पर। And uh, we we saw guys who were down below, so they were alive, but they were just couldn't move out. बर्फ थी घर के चारों आसपास। And फिर वहाँ पे थोड़ा सा हमने भी took a little bit of a risk, uh, went out and fired a few weapons, tried to suppress the uh, terrorists. and manage uh, the rescue of those about 8 to 10 uh, guys uh, rr uh, soldiers and officer 
तो उनको निकाल दिया शाम को बट अनफॉर्चुनेटली देर टू ऑफ आर गाइज हुआ इन दाउस वुड पास वे सो इट वॉज अगेन and of course we can't leave our guys inside at any cost right dead or alive so that's when we got involved in the operation uh kept firing did lot of maneuvering in and around morning we conducted a room intervention and everything and eventually ended up killing uh, five guys uh, got back uh, the bodies of the two martyrs as well uh that was in a in a crux i think one of the most difficult uh, missions i've been in uh, operations i've been and uh, to the next that i it was pretty uh here or there i mean it was pretty the thing that if you're going in for a room intervention you're likely to expect casualties uh, most of the times like nsg would say the t-shirt that you're wearing nsg also faces a lot of casualties like in bombay operations room intervention is very very is a very tricky sort of operation so that was i think one of the most difficult uh, operations i've been in um yeah and five five kills and you got to be very careful with the operations yeah uh so since you have you know served in the indian armed forces for a very long time so if i can ask you know any three life lessons that you have learned from the service which you still use or still cherish any three okay uh when in the army i uh, we always i have served only in jnk i haven't been anywhere else so i don't have experience of going in any other city while being in the armed forces at least okay so in jnk we would always have the map open in front of us so we would have the map and you would keep seeing that okay we can have an opportunity over here is nale mein or on this ridge line or is jungle mein aate hain we would keep uh, seeing ki what the avenues are right and i think life is like that life is uh, like a map so when you open your map and when you are uh, thinking of what to do i always get that th- thought process that okay these are the avenues for you you can do this uh, if you gain the skill then you can possibly achieve this so for me life became a lot like map reading or 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 planning operations through maps so it is a very peculiar correlation for me in my head at least uh i would see maps i would, I would uh, memorize the maps i would uh, see patterns of you know ki kahan se log aate hain kahan zyada terrorists ghumte hain or whatever it is for the weak points so that's how i look at life now is uh, even i have uh, post leaving the armed forces i have had to obviously fight my way to be wherever i am not uh, and even now i'm still fighting uh, every day right to to further improve whatever it is so i keep looking at like a map i keep analyzing so that's one of the biggest thing i've learned from the arm forces just keep your options open and work towards your options and analyze everything that is there in front of you don't be closed off in any way and possibilities always open up that is one second like i told you before i think twice never give up and perseverance is has to be there there is just no there is just no way without it uh, there is no point getting disheartened uh, there is uh, the only way is to move forward mm. there there is no other way to uh, to do anything uh, in life like the sf so that is something that i have learned hope to instill that in uh, with my children as well uh, whenever in the future uh, apart from that uh, i think uh, what the sf and the army has taught me is the importance of human relations and keeping honest human relations which i don't see to be very honest in this in the civil street now it is a very um matlabi duniya in a way kaam hai to theek hai but forge mein is that that genuineness majority of the times is what you see is something that i've learned uh, tremendously so mm-hmm. these three things are, is what i would say that human relations keep honest human relations with people uh, be like all out for a task never give up 
and just analyze everything and work backwards as per a plan. Have a plan and go ahead. So that's the three main things I've learned. Got it. Uh, so before my last question, I have few set of questions which I came from the aspirants. So probably you would be able to answer them. So one of the okay. question is, you know, can a pure vegetarian also become a special forces? Because we have seen videos where people eat a lot of insects and everything. So people are asking, do you have to be a non-vegetarian to become a special forces? No, I don't think so. Uh, that's not the case. But even if you have to eat one or snail one time, how does it matter? It's fine. Right? <laughs> See, yeah. it's, it's a very difficult thing to answer. Uh, it's not even... Uh, you don't have to be a non-vegetarian to be a special post officer. I can guarantee you. There are a lot of vegetarian officers. Yes. I'm also uh, converting into veg vegetarianism now, although I'm not in the SF anymore, but still. <laughs> That's not the case, yeah, for sure. Uh, so there's one more question on, you know, uh, do only the extrovert people uh, become the special forces or, you know, introvert people who do not, you know, mingle with a lot of people who think internally, do they also become special forces? Do you look for what kind of qualities? Okay, this is an interesting question actually. Um, we have a perception about special forces soldiers, right? Based on interviews that uh, uh, gentlemen like you are conducting with people from the army and also movies that we see here and there, 25 inch biceps, chest, ye wo, American, ye wo. so aise baate karte hai. they go out there to flamboyant. I think it is the opposite. I think uh, a lot of the SF officers and troops are the most docile individuals you will see out in the open. I think if I if I if I were to ever make you meet officers from my unit uh, in civil clothes, you will not think that they are SF officers. Mm. So they wouldn't look as extrovert. Uh, they wouldn't look that they have like a six pack or this thing all the time, right? But they're phenomenal, phenomenal soldiers. So I think that uh, that answers it. You don't have to be an extrovert uh, to be an SF operator. Yes, you have to be able to express yourself when you need to. That is required for sure. But you don't have to be there all the, all the time outgoing. I don't think so. I think it's totally contrary. Uh, people who are more quiet and docile are 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 the most lethal SF uh, SF guys. Yeah, that's the reality of it. Honestly, got it. Actually, how how do you rate you know the other special forces from the foreign? For example, the Navy SEALs. You would have operated with few of them. So how do you rate the Indian special forces uh, compared to them? Okay. The comparison uh, has to be based on a lot of factors, right? So you understand these things. I mean, yes. a lot of people understand uh, that the country's uh, economy, how rich, poor we are, uh, a, a country that earns in so many billion dollars or pounds a year will have a certain set of standards and equipment in their forces. We, as per our economy and how we're progressing in a nation, we have our set of, so I would possibly say it's easier to compare uh, with countries who are like ours, uh, the, S the SF uh, units. If we compare it with those countries, I think uh, I, I would say we are far, far ahead in terms of physical and mental makeup. In terms of equipment, I'm sure we are improving and we will continue to improve in the times to come, but there is scope for improvement in terms of equipment profile, which will improve you uh, as an individual as well. But in terms of physical motivation and mental toughness, I wouldn't uh, put most of the special forces ahead of us. I wouldn't. Now, if you want to compare us with, uh, let's say, British SAS or Navy SEALs or Austrian, whatever, special forces, uh, given uh, the kind of uh, difference in equipment and background and food and diet that we have, again, I would say we are far, uh, we, are, we are quite good. I wouldn't say we are better, uh, but we are quite good. And we have the potential to be there. Having said that, overall, I feel we have a long way to go in the SF. Uh, 
we are still evolving as as, as a nation as as an armed forces and it is my honest uh, perception because i did study a lot after i came out of the army as well i did my masters yeah, and interact with a lot of israeli forces uh, british forces uh, officers and their mindset is completely different uh, hopefully in times to come uh, we'll improve and become more global as special forces not only restricted to one small area within the country Mm. that is when we start getting better and we are doing that we are having a lot of training exercises and that. so that is what i would say but overall within our set of like we are definitely like crazy crazy good uh, so my final question to you would be you know because a lot of aspirants will be watching this what will be your message to all of them who want to join the forces be it army navy air force or coast guard my uh, my most i think uh, my advice or my point of view regarding this would be that firstly um, the thought process of being in the armed forces is by itself uh, is a is a great thought thought process the fact that a person has it in in them that oh, i want to be part of the forces is firstly great uh, and and i and i and i always uh, uh, promote that sort of thought process now with respect to joining in whether you join or get through don't get through i don't think you should be disheartened uh, if you don't you should be uh, grateful of course if you do but if you don't i think there's always a lesson to take that okay you, maybe you were not meant for it but that doesn't diminish your thought for your country or the armed forces so that's what i would say that try if not if you're made for it you will be there if not you will always continue to be uh, very connected uh, to the forces so don't uh, don't don't get disheartened regarding it that is what i would say to any aspirant got it sir so thank thanks a lot sir for your time on this session i hope a lot of people who will be watching us will get a perspective about the armed forces the four parasif and uh, other uh, experience that you have shared so thanks again yeah. sir jai hind thanks a lot pleasure like pleasure kaash thanks yeah.